Welcome back, everyone, to the Hungry Thoughts Podcast with Nick Barahona, the show for all things food and where our appetite has no limits. Very excited for today. We're on episode two. Have a guest today, first one of the season. Very excited for this episode. Before we dive into it, I want to tell you guys right now, thank you for all the support you've shown thus far. And if you want to show your support even more than just watching, then you can check out the Patreon. I appreciate, honestly, everything um, in terms of like the feedback and uh, love and support. It means a lot. And so go check that out. See if you're interested in that. But yeah, so let's dive right into it. Today, we have a special guest, one of my really great friends that I've met here in Richmond. Um, please introduce yourself. Um, talk about who you are, what you do, and uh, where you come from. And we'll just dive in from there. Cool. Uh, my name is Paolo Esky. I work at Blue Atlas up in Fulton Hill. Nice. Uh, I'm a line cook there. Nice, nice. And I'm from uh, Falls Church, Virginia. Okay. Nice, nice. So how long have you been working there for? I started working there... Ooh, I think about four months already. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Just a quick background. So we probably met like a year ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I remember if this is the first, if I'm correct, the first time we met, you guys were having at your house a Korean barbecue night and you guys invited a mutual friend of ours, Jared. Right. And I was right. his plus one. And I remember that's the first time we met, correct? Wasn't it? I think it was. But also I remember seeing you, I was working at the time with, uh, at this restaurant called um, The Coop. The Coop. And I was like, there? Yeah, you were there. You came in one day, uh -huh. and I was like, I swear oh, I, I've wait. seen Oh, wait. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, talk to, I, th I think his name is Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yes, yes. Chef. You were working there? I was working there. Oh, did we talk at all or no? I don't think so. Okay, I but just, you saw me? I just knew your face. I was like, dude. Were you I in the back kitchen, in the kitchen? Yeah, I was in the kitchen working. Wow, yeah, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. We had like a pop-up, and I think you Yes, 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 yes. That closed down, though. Yeah, that closed yeah. down. So. Uh, do you know what's there now? Do you know? I have no idea. Uh, I don't think anything's Nothing there. Nothing was there when I, yeah, by the time I left. But yeah, um, Korean barbecue night, though, that was like when we first like met, like formally, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I mean, man, the food was great. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, that corn cheese, there was so much of it. And that was the first time I've ever had it. I don't think I'd ever had Korean barbecue before then. It was great, though, and I loved it how you guys, I'm guessing that was like something you guys did not like every week, but maybe like pretty often. Like yeah, where we have a like a family meal together. Yeah. So like, you know, as a house, like I think it's pretty important to like yeah. eat and talk and, to the people that you care about. And they so. probably love how you're, you know, you can cook it up too. Yeah. Like you're a great yeah. roommate, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, kind of talk to me on how you came to be where you're at right now, I guess, like right from the start. Maybe like we can go when you were young, maybe like inspiration to be a cook or maybe how that journey um, really made its way into you at Blue Atlas right now. So like maybe culinary school or whatever that you did to do uh, that. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always, like cooking's always been in my life. Okay. Like, my mom was a really good cook. Mm -hmm. you know, she's really good at baking. And where are you guys so, from? We're from the Philippines. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I've, it's just been for a while, like I, I really don't know how to explain it, but yeah, cooking's always been in t involved in my life. Yeah. And, uh, and I took a class in high school. We had culinary arts. I took it for one year. Nice. And I, f I liked it a lot. Yeah. But, you know, I was really conflicted because I was cooking, but also I was following, like, my hobby, which was cars at the time. Okay. And so I was doing, like, the auto tech class, and then I was also doing um, culinary arts. And... Uh, it only dawned on me when I was at Nova Community College, like I, that school just wasn't for me. Yeah. So, so I ended up dropping out from 
community college yeah. after my first semester, and I went to culinary school. Okay. Yeah. Which so one did you go to? I went to the CIA nice. up in Hyde Park, New York. Nice. Um, I didn't graduate though. Yeah. So I ended up dropping out, which is crazy because uh, I um, did my internship in DC. Yeah. At this restaurant called uh, Iron Gate. Yeah. It's in Dupont Circle. Mm-hmm. So I was there for about six months okay. and then COVID hit. So of course the big furlough came and, yeah. you know, kicked everyone out. Yeah. So for a good two years, I just wasn't cooking. No, oh, wow. Of COVID. Really? Yeah. I kind of like lost my interest in it. Wow. And then, um, there was like a realization and I heard like my roommate Oliver yeah. and then Koi, they were moving, um, they're transferring from Nova to VCU. Oh, that's so awesome. I kind of was like, Oh, maybe I should, yeah. Maybe I should come down. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. But I ended up coming down here, and I've loved it ever since. Wow. Yeah. So that's how you guys made your way down, and then you guys yeah. added. You guys had another roommate too, Owen, right? We have Owen, yeah. and um, Ed was a roommate for a little bit, and okay. Jared. So it was five of you guys at one point in the, in the house, right? Yeah, okay, five cool, of us. Cool. Um, and so okay, so you made your way to Richmond, and then yeah. So when I made down when my way when I went when I made my way down to Richmond, yeah. I ended up going, or looking for a job just yeah. around the city. Like I, I applied to La Mer. They didn't, they didn't want me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I applied for Perch, uh, at the time when they was still open. Yeah. And, uh, Mike called me within 30 minutes of me sending in my resume and I got the job. And that was like the coop. Yeah, that was the coop and yeah. perch. So I yeah. worked at two restaurants with him. And so that was like a so for people that don't know, the coop is kind of like a, a space where it was shared, right? Where yeah, you had it was like shared. a kitchen, so people could come in and like do like their pop ups, and like people could come in and and take uh, take out food, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. So you were part of perch at that time. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice, both nice. of those uh, restaurants. And then from there, um, where did you go from there? Uh from there I traveled in the summertime. Yeah. So I had like some time off. And then when I came back um, during the summer, I ended up working at a restaurant called Shagbark. Shagbark, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and how was that? It was a great experience. Nice, you know? nice, nice. And then Good how food. long were you there? I was there for about six months. And what food did they have there? So they were more of like a southern contemporary styled food. So like kind of fine, fine dining-ish. Okay. And yeah. what was your position there? I was line cook and then prep cook as well. Nice, nice. What's the difference between line and prep cook? If so, uh, the prep cook, you're not really. You're doing like. I guess the smaller components. Like, are you garnishing like the plate and everything? Uh, no, that's just like I'm. I'm there before all the cooks are there, so I'm just making all the basic stuff that we need to get like prepping everything. Yeah, prepping everything and then okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, and then the line cook, um, is what. So for the line there, because um, the way it was split up, like that kitchen was split up. So you have like uh, your cold, your cold side, which is like desserts and like cold on or cold, um, cold appetizers. Got it. And then you have your other cold line, which had like the salads, fried stuff. Okay. And then there was like hot apps. Yeah. And then to like saute. Yeah. And then grill. So kind of like Hell's Kitchen or like when the, not Hell's Kitchen. Um, uh yeah no or like the gordon ramsay show when they're like it's split up in teams pretty sure yeah. that's hell's kitchen yeah and then like when they're cooking like on the night they're like they have like their appetizers and like the mains and they like, get split up so like right. one part of the red team is like doing like the appetizers and then one part's doing like the steaks and like fish and then other ones like 
in charge of like the garnishing and stuff like make sure everything's right so it's kind of like that basically right in the yeah. kitchen nice nice good to know and so after six months of you being there you moved then to blue atlas where you're yeah at i got a i got a job opportunity there oh nice my nice. um my old boss at perch um he was the sous chef there ended up moving when perch closed they ended up taking him at blue atlas okay and for a while like he didn't really they didn't really need me yeah so like you know they knew that this summer was going to be a really big hit and yeah. so they brought me along to their team and i feel like i've been a good asset to the team that's great how have you been enjoying it thus far it's uh, it's it's been a ride okay. like we get the opportunities that i've seen and done it's just i don't even know how to explain it like we have a lot of buyouts so like the whole restaurant will get bought out for a day wow. And uh, I just get to work that. So like really? we've had a lot of weddings and a lot of wedding rehearsals okay, okay. and some stuff like that. And what kind and of food do they have there? It's kind of hard to explain um, because the the way that their menu is set up is like it's split up by regions of the world. So you have uh, you have your Asia's, okay. you have your Europe, you have your Americas, and you have your African. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so what would you say is a bestseller there? The best seller there, I don't know. Um, the one that everyone always comes back to get, it's this harissa, um, harissa fried cauliflower. Okay. So it's harissa fried cauliflower with uh, fig jam and this uh, this like spice blend. Okay. So it's called duca. So it's pistachio, cumin. Um, and a whole bunch of other stuff, sesame seeds and salt and pepper and some other things in there. Okay, that sounds that's just good. just <laughs> topped on top. Yeah, it's like a very simple uh, appetizer, but we sell it the most. Okay. And so when you're coming into like a environment as such, like even maybe at every, like at Perch or when you went to Shag Bark or even at Blue Atlas, when you're first coming in, do you feel like the new guy? Do you feel like you're like the rookie coming yeah, in? Yeah, I mean. Is it intimidating? It is intimidating because I see all these people like they're, they know what they're doing. They know their craft. Yeah. And like, I'm just some new kid that's, all right, I'm trying to absorb everything. Yeah. And also, I'm messing up at the same time, so it's kind of hard. But I feel like that's all, like, a learning process. It is a learning sure. process, yeah. And how how do you feel like you've, um, I guess, managed that all? And, like, do you feel like you're you're at a spot now where you're, like, comfortable and, like, you know, you, you got it going? Of course, you're still learning, but... I'm comfortable to a certain extent. Like, there's still times where, because like we just switched our, we switched into a new menu. So yeah. Um, how does that? Yeah, sorry. How does that work? Uh, you guys get like. So we have. So when we switch to a new menu, of course, like the the hits, like the best things that always sell yeah. on the menu are gonna stay. Good. But then there's things that'll come off because like you know they're not doing as well. Yeah. Or like you know we just want to try it out something different. Yeah. So it's a. It's it's difficult because, you know, you're so used to one way of setting up your station and then you're all of a sudden you're just changing it right mm -hmm. away and you got to change everything. Okay. So you got to adapt and like learn how to do things new again, pretty much. So it's uh, it's hard. I remember when I so I've been a food runner, uh, a host and like a server. But my first job in like the food business was a food runner. And I remember every time it wouldn't be a change of menu, but we would have like, I guess, seasonal things. I mean, only work for the summer. So they would just bring things actually every other week. They would just add stuff to the menu. And so what we would have before our shift, um, 
you would just all meet together, like everybody, the whole staff, and the man- managers would go over like this is what we're doing. The chefs would ha- like have already made it and then brought it out, and like this is what it was. And I remember it was like I was like 17 at the time, and it was my favorite time because like we were able to then like eat after. Yeah. Like the food that they made, because it's like it's a new food. Obviously, you're not going to waste it. Right. But the downside was that is that since I was a, a, a food runner, we would do the last pickings. So we would just get like like a, like a table, like spoon of something or like just be able to try just like this one thing. Um, but no, I definitely can like relate to that and just like kind of cannot kind of picture how that looks like. But I mean, going from a food runner and then like to a host and like a, um, a server it's definitely interesting how I've been able to really see the food business from a lot of different angles and and really not only like appreciate the work that goes behind uh, that get, gets done behind the scenes, but also I mean I have aspirations of like coming out with my own restaurant in the future. I think we've like talked about this yeah, in the past. Yeah. So kind of seeing how it all works. I mean it's all just great experience in my opinion. Um, and you know like in the future i mean for a very brief period of time and even now like if i could maybe in a different world i would love to like really dive into the like the culinary part of like food and really like just like start cooking kind of like how you like you started yeah just like kind of explore that and maybe that's something that i even will like begin and do maybe like just start with like cooking at home especially as i continue you know like get my own place and like wherever i end up where i have my own place really maybe like start to build a palette or build like time just to start exploring food and like being able to cook more than just like rice and chicken, you know? I mean, you could make rice and chicken super <laughs> elevated. Yeah, you're right. No, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so uh, you touched on where you're at right now, what you're doing. Have you seen the show The Bear? Yes, you I said have. You saw episode or season one, correct? I only saw season one. Okay. The new season just came out. Yeah, so uh, I've seen, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Like it's gotten a lot of um, recognition. Um, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's very, very good. And um, would you say it's like realistic to what it's like? I mean, of course, some of it's very dramatic. Okay. But there are some scenes that are very true. And like the one scene that I do, for me, it's it's very spot on. Uh So there's a scene in season one where uh, the main character and at the time he was like working at another restaurant. He was working under a head chef. Yeah. And uh, the head chef was just in his ear talking at him. He was like, oh, like, why do you have all these tattoos? Mm-hmm. You know, you're a small man. You yeah. have a small man complex. Why do you smoke cigarettes? Wow. And he was just trying to break him down. And for me, that hit home because I, the first, the very first place I worked at, like the first real place I worked at, um, the sous chef did that to me. Really? And of course, like, yeah. It's a, it's, depending on which restaurant you work at, um, you could get an asshole chef, you know, and it's, it's hard. It's it hard. Like it, it broke me down a little bit. There were times like where I, where I would cry really? on the line. Yeah. Yeah. It oh was, it was God. bad. It was bad because of like, you know, I wasn't used to that, but yeah. like I was young, I was a young cook. Yeah. Like, I didn't really know what I was doing, oh my God. but also like, you know, I did, of course I didn't deserve that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it toughened me up. I didn't realize how intense it can get it like can it can yeah depending on which restaurant you go to like yeah. the more fine dining you go to it's the more nitpicky they get yeah and like especially if you're going to like if you're going to work in like a mission star restaurant they're yeah. really about the fine details you know there's a reason why they have the stars and um and like they want to keep them so yeah. you have to keep up wow and yeah. so like talking about like michelin star and uh fine dining is there a place that like what are your dreams and goals as as a cook like is there a certain spot where you want to end up 
or a situation that you uh, think would be ideal for you? Honestly, I don't know. I, I'm still like, for me, I still feel new to the game, okay. even though I've been cooking for a while, for I think a good four, five years. Okay. And, uh, and I just, I don't know. Like, I, of course, I want to have my own place, but I do want to try working in fine dining okay. at Michelin star level. Nice. Just so I know if I have it or not. And yeah. then, um, I don't know. There's there's restaurants that I'm always seeing that popping up that I'm like, oh, this would be a cool spot. Like yeah. recently in Chicago, there I forgot the name of the restaurant, but it's this. Uh, it's like the first Filipino restaurant to get a one star Michelin. Oh wow! Yeah, so I I've them. looked at them and like you know I've seen what they've made. Yeah, and it's interesting. Maybe I could do my own take on it, but I don't know. I've thought about it, and there's so many other places that I want to see. Yeah. Like, I've thought about moving back home, working in D.C. again, mm -hmm. but I st there's so much to do. Yeah, I, I mean, D.C. has a bunch of spots. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so it sounds like you're kind of just like, you have some stuff that you'd enjoy, you could see yourself doing, but it sounds like you're kind of just like enjoying what you're doing now, maybe yeah. not like worrying about too much in the future. I think that's really great. Um, so would you say that experience right there is the crazy experience in the kitchen, or is that the most intense? Like, do you have another story maybe, uh, uh, like being all your, all your times in the kitchen? That, I mean like, that's that's the one that sticks out the most for like craziest and like <laughs> inter a good introduction into the into like fine dining. Yeah. So um that's the one I really remember and it it still haunts me a little bit but yeah. you know it is what it is it happened and uh I'm What about like any like kitchen like has there ever been like any fights that you've seen or like people walking out like it's too much for them they crack under pressure or like an angry like customer comes in like the kitchen like what are you doing or or anything i mean we've gotten stuff like that i think for me it's just like it just feels super normal at this point where it's like all right it happens and then yeah. we just keep moving on um i guess like when tickets ring in yeah you know, the the really fine details of like, oh, like, I, I remember last year specifically, someone um, said like, oh, pork belly or bacon allergy. Yeah. And then they ordered the pork belly dish <laughs> and it's the same cut. So it's literally the same thing, but they're just, okay. I don't know. It's yeah. like, it's stuff like that where it's like, all right, like you have to, it's, it's hard being the cook when you have to cater to customers that want it so different from the way you want to make the dish yeah like i think that's a that's a hard thing in our our industry you know it's catering towards the people it's hospitality like yeah honestly you know, um you got to care for people and how do you like manage sometimes when like you're like having a busy night like me being a, a food runner and a server like when it's busy i feel like i'm like all over the place like taking yeah. orders like i'm on my feet like sometimes like or like i'm just like doing something for like straight like maybe sometimes like three four hours like i'm like i'm running like i'm making sure like i have to like be on my toes doing everything yeah. so how's that being on like it's, the kitchen part it's hard because like for you guys right so you're running from back and forth to tables to tables for us it's just like tickets will just pile in so we have like a whole board of just tickets yeah. that are just covered and we're like trying to figure out like all right so we we already did like you know, this, this, and this from that order, but we're just missing that. Yeah. And then, like, you're like, all of these are just ringing in. So you're, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to find that balance between, like, dropping the food, but then, like, plating the food at the same time. So it's, like, yeah. it, it gets very intense, and it gets very difficult real fast. But in, the, in times like that, you really have to just slow down for a second. 
it, even though it, do, it seems very contradictory of just slowing down and kind of like stopping. Yeah. But you have to think. You yeah. Know, if you make like, like when you make mistakes, of course that happens. But like it's hard to make mistakes, and then like you have to realize like, all right, there's so many other things that I have to do. Yeah. So you, yeah, it, it, the most important thing is just slow down and really concentrate and figure out like what needs to be done first. Yeah. And then that's like the job of like the person who's reading tickets, your expert. Oh, okay. So. Like there are times where we just can't even read the tickets. It gets so full. We got to ask like, oh, what's our all day count on this? You know, our, yeah. our like all day, which means like how many do we have to make the whole time? Like, yeah. What do we have like on the board that we need to fire? And I'm sure communication is a huge part. Oh, like of you're course. a team and I feel like yeah. a family, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, just like uh, I have one last segment I want to do. Sure. I mean, I told you this was going to fly by, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. So, I mean, I think it was great that everything that you we've talked about. So, I have just some quick things before we wrap up. Answer them as fast as you can. Don't really think about it too much. All right, favorite thing to cook? Steak. Okay. Uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Egg. Favorite fast food? Dang, that's a hard one. Uh, let's just go with kava. Okay. Um, what's something that you love? That I love? Um, my family. Okay. What's something that you hate? My fam. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. um, I was like, wait. Uh, love, hate relationship? <laughs> honestly, I don't hate a lot of things. Okay. Favorite chef? Favorite chef? Mm, that's a hard question. Okay. Can you skip that one? Yeah. What about favorite cuisine? We'll do five more. Uh, I would say Asian cuisine. That's like what I'm kind of used to cooking. Okay, dine-in or takeout? Dining-in. Okay, okay. Skating or biking? Uh, biking. Okay. Um, ice cream or frozen yogurt? Ice cream. Raw or baked? Hmm, baked. Spice or no spice? Spice. Okay, salt or pepper? Salt. Burgers or pizza? Ooh, burgers. And last one would be, or last two, rice or noodles? Rice. Okay, and show or movies? Movies. Okay, nice. I'm a big movie guy myself. Show is really hard to come into that. Movies, love them. Paulo, thank you so much for joining. Um, I think this was a great episode. I wish we could, I feel like we could talk for another like hour, two hours, honestly, with everything like diving into that, the world that you live in and me just asking questions and being so intrigued in that. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. You're the first guest of the Hungry Thoughts podcast, and I think you were a great first guest. I have a gift for you that I will give you um, after the show's over, um, but thank you so much. I appreciate your time, and um, maybe we can do this again in the future. Actually, definitely gonna do this yes, again in the future. Yes, for sure, yeah. That'd be fantastic. Um, and yeah, is there anything else you wanna say before I close out? Uh, thank you to all my friends and family that have supported me. You guys mean a lot. And thank you, Nick, for having me onto your show. No, of course, man. Great to have you. Um, that's it, guys. That's episode two. Uh, again, if you guys love the episode, um, please check out the Patreon down below. A lot more exciting guests. I'm planning to have a friend of mine who is a restaurant owner, um, pop-up turn restaurant owner. So really excited about that. And we got a lot more guests coming up that I'm really excited about. Thank you guys so much. And as always, as always, eat up. Eat up.